0: After buzzers, get ready to hear some juicy secrets for the next season—season four of *Devious Maids*—in just one second. You're tuning
1: into the destination for TV superfan discussion.
0: After Buzz
1: TV, and now let the
0: buzz begin! Hey. Buzz, we're back for season four, a preview of season four of Devious Maids. I'm your host, Francesca, next to me is the lovely Candace, nice. and we have one of our favorite guests Stay on the show, writer Curtis Keel. Hello! Woohoo! So he's here today, he brought us some wine, because we're going to get the gossip going, and he's going to tell us I'm what we have my, in store. Uh, season four
1: Devious Maids oh, nice. sweatshirt, sweat. my magical sweatshirt of secrets. So Ooh.
2: excited.
1: We'll Yay. see what you can get out of me. But first, yes. you want to talk about where, where we left off last year? A lot has happened. Oh,
2: oh my, my gosh. God. Adrian, was was he blown to pieces? Are we going to find out? I haven't well seen we him will, in we will the... definitely
1: find out. I know that the, it, the it's been uh, carefully cut to not be able to tell you. Ah. That's why you also haven't seen very much of Evelyn, who is definitely still on <gasps> the show.
0: That's right. The but maybe she
1: she's it. in mourning, or maybe she's not. Uh... That's definitely a secret I'm going to have to pass on. The first question up, I'm going to say no. Not going Dang to give it. that up. But there is a lot of stuff that I can give out. And there's a lot of stuff that's been given out in the trailers that have, they've been running. Mm-hmm. So there is a lot we can talk about. But that was one of the, the biggest cliffhanger and the big a- question. And Zoila. Zoila and was left in the place of having her baby. And jean oh was
2: right. was <gasps> left
1: with the choice of, will it be Zoila? Or her baby.
2: Well, Zoila was in We See Her in the trailer. Yeah, and so. so I'm going to give that one away <laughs> yeah.
1: and say, for sure, Zoila lived. Judy Reyes, of course, is still on the show. We love you, Judy. And uh, But I'm not going to say anything about the baby. We've either taken the choice of uh, the baby made it, or, and both of them made it, or maybe one made it and the other didn't. But okay. you'll find out everything, all the uh, the cliffhangers, you find out Fairly quickly within the first act of how everything resolved.
0: Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna have to like re-watch our last show to see our predictions so we can see oh, yeah. if you if you took our ideas and you know made them into reality.
2: Well, <laughs> here's what I would say. Uh,
1: actually, he- here's what's surprising to me. I was here in at the end of August, and uh, we had a lot of ideas of where these cliffhangers were going. But if you had asked me at the time where they were going, I would have been completely wrong because uh, we just ended up talking. We took a hiatus, the show got picked up, and then we came back, and uh, it turned out there were different possibilities that we didn't even think of. And I would have been, if you had a time machine and went back to me in August, I would have been really surprised at how all, there's basically three cliffhangers, end up resolving and continuing uh, basically through the end of the first episode. They ended up landing in really unexpected places Mm. that... Even I didn't anticipate as a writer, but <laughs> as we discussed them, it became obvious and, and good story choices. Uh, and that's usually what we do on Devious Maids, is we make you think we're going left, and then we end up going right. So uh, the Zoila Janvieve story, uh, there is a, an, uh, an amazing scene in the first episode between uh, Susan Lucci and Judy Reyes, in which they're both so terrific. And it's going to be one of the highlights that you're going to want to talk about after the show. Mm. Um, and then the third cliffhanger was, of course, uh, Ro- uh, Spence, of course, had been beaten up. Yes. And oh, he yeah. ended up with amnesia. And Rosie came into the hospital. Oh God, she found him. Yes. She tried to reco- you know, She learned he had amnesia. And then at the very end... Harry Westmore Just returns yes. oh, I right back where Whoa. she belongs.
2: I almost forgot about that. And then Carmen revealed she has a baby. Carmen, it wasn't exactly a cliffhanger.
1: It was something that we had yeah, planted cl- the seeds of in the... Uh, throughout uh, the season. Throughout right. the season. There are a couple different episodes we had put the seeds of the idea of what we were going to do for this year. And, uh, yeah, the so Carmen has a baby. And, uh, you know, I think... In, because based on the promos, I think yeah, they've kind of given the ba- it away. It's
2: baby. She's a already grown right? She's a
1: 20-year-old, gorgeous. She's played by Sol Rodriguez, who is playing the character of Daniela. And she comes into Carmen's life as Carmen's cousin. And if you watch the trailers, mm. you might think that, because of the way it's cut, that she walks in the door and says, Hi, I'm Daniela, your daughter. And that's actually not how it happens. That's that's uh. a trick of the advertising, because they needed to communicate the idea very quickly. Uh, and actually, uh, Daniela comes in and under looking for her cousin Carmen because she has big dreams of being a singer just oh like my Carmen. God. And Carmen is completely upended by the arrival of this girl who she knows is her daughter. But the girl does not know that she's the daughter.
0: Oh. Um, and
1: you'll find this out. It's not actually a huge spoiler for the first episode because you'll find it out very quickly. It's like the almost the minute she walks in the door, you, you learn by the end of the first, uh, right before the first commercial break. And then the story goes off from there and you'll find out how Carmen reacts to all of this. And... At some point in the future, Daniela this season will find out you know, the truth behind the story. I can't
2: wait to see it unfold between Carmen and her daughter. Mm-hmm. If there's some sort of jealousy, if the daughter you know, becomes wants, this famous yeah. star and it's Carmen's dreams, but...
1: That was definitely something that we kept in mind when we decided to create the character who we envisioned sort of as a mini-Carmen, that we're like, Carmen, what would Carmen have been like at 20 years old? And also take the character of Carmen who is basically the least motherly character on the show and then be like, surprise, your mother.
0: Right, <laughs> and right. So
1: we thought that would be an interesting place for her character to go. And then that's a lot of her stories this season revolve around that storyline. Um and it ends up being really great. And Soul is really great and she will remind you a lot of 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 Roz and they get along terrific. They have great chemistry and I think uh, I think that Soul is going to be the Daniela character will be a fan favorite Mm
2: -hmm. for the audience
1: that they'll be really curious to see her stories. I
2: think they would play off more as as sisters Mm -hmm. versus mother and daughter, but that's just the production. There is a lot of uh,
1: trying to figure out their relationship. I would say that the arc of the season is really like where they had you know they. there was 20 years that went by that right. n- neither one was a mother or a daughter to the to each other. And so it's the question of like, so where do we go from here once everything sort of comes out and um, you'll sort of have to see how it all plays out. That's the other thing I want to say is like, we, the way the season was done this year, we started at the end of September when we got the pickup almost immediately, we started talking about what can we do this season. We had some ideas that were left over from last year, a lot of which we discarded and decided to go in totally different <laughs> directions uh but we wrote the first episode the episode's going to air on june 6th monday it was uh written like back in late october or november and wasn't it was shot in january and we've shot all 10 episodes of the season okay uh and they are done and edited and finished so unlike last year where i sort of came here and talked about the show as we were writing Mm -hmm, it in the middle of the show this year it's like i know from the first frame from the first shot to the last shot of the season i know exactly what's going to (sighs) happen because it's done
0: that's yeah. crazy. So there,
1: yeah. There won't be any effect on, you know, you guys say it this time. Darn. Year, but if we get another season...
2: <laughs> which you guys will. Which we which, hope so. Uh, a fan actually asked, which Curtis yes, will explain. Lady Junkie,
1: who's our, a super fan. Yes. I believe she lives in France. I don't know much else about her, but I think her name <laughs> is uh, Justine D., Thank you, Justine D. She runs our wiki. She asked a question, which is a really good one, and actually the same one that a lot of us asked. When we heard that we had been cut from 13 to 10 episodes, we were like, uh-oh, what does this mean? And ultimately, uh, just, uh, Lady Junkie, she asked the questions, like, is the show in danger? And the answer is no. Not oh, The show yeah. is not in danger yeah. for, for, for uh, from our understanding. It's the idea. The reason that we've been cut from 13 to 10 episodes is because they pair us with Unreal. And Unreal only does 10 episodes. So last year, they did 10, and we did 13. And so then there were three weeks where they didn't do anything. Uh, They didn't have a companion show. So this year, they wanted to do 10 of us and 10 of them. It's their business model. Really has nothing to do with the show. I don't know why they don't do 13 of Unreal Um, and 13 of us. But 10 and 10 seems to be the number they want to do. So, uh, no, we're not in danger, but I wouldn't say we're safe either. I mean, we really need people to show up and watch the premiere, watch live, get our numbers up, tweet about the show. Uh, it's really important because if the numbers do go down significantly, then we will be in danger. But uh, from everything we've heard, the network has seen the entire first the entire season oh, awesome. and is very creatively happy with the show. So we're Amazing. not in danger in, from that perspective, but the numbers, you know, it's a business. The numbers right. is always important. too. I
0: know right now when you said 10 episodes immediately went what just
1: 10 yeah just 10 but (sighs) here's the good news like we i feel like we took 13 episodes of story and crammed them into 10 episodes so uh the season moves really fast there's a lot of twists and turns to it um and uh even there were some things that we just didn't quite get to at the end that have been punted off to next year of course i just said that like i thought last year right so who knows but uh it's a, a really jam-packed full season. And the other thing about the 10 episodes is, you know how some weeks last year and th- the years past, Evelyn Powell would be in her wine cellar or Geneviève would just be somewhere gone? That doesn't happen this year. All oh. of the returning characters are in 10 out of 10. I love uh, it. Uh, and including uh, the return of Mr. Jesse Morgan, who yes, was new six. last year, but he <laughs> is also in all 10 yeah. episodes. And I was
2: going to ask you, usually... Um, for each season, all the male, you know, the boy toys—they don't come back. Mm-hmm. But Mister
1: Well Jesse turned out to be, and all credit to Nathan a fan Owens, favorite. he was definitely a
2: fan favorite. My favorite,
1: and I think the audience wanted to see more of him in his ads. Shout out
2: to Nathan <laughs> Owens.
1: And so we were happy to bring him in, and you will find—I think I can give away that. Uh, We'll talk a little bit of Marisol, but there are some lingering feelings there between Marisol and uh, Jesse. Uh, just uh, uh, continuing picking up a thread from last year, when we left Jesse, he had uh, thought Beverly Hills was too crazy, and mm-hmm. he told Marisol, "I'm going home to Seattle." And uh, oh, and as we pick up. Another thing I wanna tell you is that we're starting six months later oh, since okay. the house explosion, since the okay. end. And in those intervening six months, uh, Jesse has a secret about what has happened in the, in the mm. meantime. And we're gonna find out that he's working in a, a very surprising place. Mm. Uh, so he will, he mm. comes to the scene <laughs> in a surprising way. Um, he reencounters Marisol. There's some lingering feelings there between him and Marisol that will come and go throughout the season. And the other person that Jesse gets involved with is our new lady, (gasps) Daniela. So you'll see an immediate connection between them that is also going to play. We almost have a a pentagon of relationships going on between the characters, uh, which brings, which we should talk a little bit about Marisol. Marisol, you can, from the promos you've seen, we have Eva Longoria on the show. And what is you're gonna find out very quickly is that they are making the movie of Marisol's book which was oh. the book was coming clean and it was the first season of the show basically okay. and in what, what's going on in the promos is that in the movie Eva Longoria is playing Eva Longoria playing <laughs> Flora <laughs> so she is uh, the maid who was murdered in the first season it, that is her role in the fake movie and then Perry is playing the movie version of Evelyn Powell so if you've noticed um, oh that my
0: gosh. she has the
1: same ha- hairstyle and sort of the same outfit as maybe you've seen Evelyn wear in the past that is all intentional because she is playing Evelyn in how the movie. How
2: funny is that? Is that how Marisol gets hooked up with Peter Hudson?
1: Yes because the movie shoot. Uh, to put it mildly, does not go well. <laughs> it's kind of a, a, a fiasco, a hilarious fiasco. They've already given away a few of the lines that are used in in, in that scene. And uh, the movie is falling apart mainly because Perry Westmore is such a nightmare on the set. And Marisol <laughs> goes to talk to the head of the studio who is Peter Hudson uh, oh, who is played okay. by Jamie Denton who was on Desperate Housewives mm-hmm. for years and years. Um, and uh, he... You'll also very, get very quickly is going to be a love interest for Marisol this mm-hmm. season, but it will be complicated by the fact that Jesse is also uh, sort of still around in the in the ether. And then the other person who is has a, uh, an interest in Peter Hudson is Jean-Bierre Delator. Oh,
0: yes, that yes. scene where she's, she's, she's sitting on the couch, and they walk in, and how do you know each other? I was like, <laughs> uh-oh, drama. There
1: is some history there, and I'll leave it to the show to tell you. Uh, you'll learn more about what the relationship here is in episode two. You're not going to find too much about it in episode one. We're holding it as a reveal. Um, and but uh, suffice it to say, Genevieve uh, and Marisol are both after the same guy. and uh, by the end of episode two going into episode three, which is called War in Greece, We've done <laughs> cleaning puns this year. Marisol and Geneviève uh, <laughs> go to war over uh, Peter Hudson and, you know, uh, everyone in Beverly Hills is forced to take sides. Uh-oh. Uh, and there's a string of um, unfortunate incidents that befall them both in the course of trying to win Peter Hudson uh, over to the respective women so you've got that going then meanwhile Jesse is also becomes interested in Daniela so you really have five different people sort of all floating around different relationships and then Carmen is sort of invested because it's of course Daniela who's her daughter but not her daughter Um, so there's a lot going on
2: yeah, that has to be weird for her. her mm-hmm. One of her best friends is hooking up with her. Oh daughter. my god, the drama. Then, so, but this season, Zoila has a little Stella gets her groove back moment with Kyle, the new character.
1: Yes, so Kyle is a new guy that Zoila happens upon uh, near the end of the first episode. Uh, and he's, uh, we've cast another one of our guys who are hard on the eyes. Certainly, uh, 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 Ryan (laughs) McCartland is, is another guy that, uh, you know, we're hoping will become uh, a fan of, of the ladies and the men.
2: excited to see his abs. yes,
0: more abs. (laughs) Uh,
1: and, uh, he comes on the scene and they have an immediate connection, uh, uh, at first and then later on in episode two, you're gonna learn that there's a, another side to Kyle which is that he has a bizarrely close relationship with his, his mother Frances uh Kyle is played by Ryan mccart Partland, who was on uh, Chuck he played Captain Awesome and then Frances mm-hmm. is played by Stephanie Farisay who's a great character actress who had been in Housewives and uh, oh, okay. Ugly Betty and a million other different things and we were so so lucky to have her because she's terrific um and uh those characters float throughout the season uh and you'll see different sides of them uh as we go forward So, uh, uh, and Zoila has an interesting twist to her story, which also happens at the end of the first episode, which I don't really want to get into because I think it's really fun and surprising Uh, for Zoila. But uh, what happens at the end of the first episode for Zoila launches her in an entire season arc that will, will go for the entire rest of the season. But it's really something different and fun And uh, actually, Mark Cherry, who's still involved with the show, he's a consultant. He came in and we talked with him for a few weeks at the beginning of the season. And this was the the Zoila story of where it goes forward was his idea. And I think it was great because we had something... We had a lot of the other building blocks at that point, and Mark came in and pitched this one, and we were like, oh, that's really much better than what we did. So <laughs> that particular story is, is uh, Mark Cherry inspiration, and it's uh, it's really great.
2: I can't wait. Now, will we he- like, hear about Valentina and Remy, what's going on with them? We hear
1: a little bit about Valentina and Remy in the first episode. We do not, sorry fans, we are not going to see Valentina and Remy this year. I, I also want to talk about who else we wouldn't see, but Valentina and Remy, who are still a part of our family, and we had, we actually Actually, talked about bringing them back towards the end of the season. Eddie Genham was pregnant this year. So, production wise, that was a little bit of how would we make that work. Um, I think uh, Drew Van Acker did a pilot that now got picked up as a series called Training Day, I think, which is based on the movie. Uh, So, he's going to be on that. We had wanted to bring them back, and here's what happened because we are now third. We went from 13 to 10 episodes. There's mm. so much story, there's so many characters that we have to service who are already on the show. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to, we don't want to, you know, say we're not going to service this character or that character because we're going to bring in other characters. Oops, sorry, <laughs> that we have to service. Um, and we don't really want to bring in Valentina and Remy for just a scene. Like they got to come in with a story and a purpose and a reason. Otherwise, it's really not worth doing. And we just we we had it on the board, and we it just and at the end of the day, we're like we had so much to get to mm-hmm. at the end of the season. We even stories a few things for our own characters got punted to next season. Uh, we just didn't have time. So they're not with us. Somebody else on my Twitter page has asked about Odessa. We are not bringing back Odessa this year. Also gone are the Stoppers. Uh Taylor, I, I guess, is on the run with Katie. Uh, Michael, of course, rest in peace. Uh, also in the grave is Sebastian, and Ernesto has headed back to Mexico and will not be seen this season Aww. either. So we ended up having, uh, you know, we talk, he's another one that we had talked about. Well, do we want to bring Ernesto back for a few episodes? And that may be something on the table for a future season, but ultimately, when you see what happens in the first episode, you'll realize that we just have no reason, room for that. There's a lot for Rosie to do. Uh, Perry becomes a major complication for her and Spence getting back together. Uh, there's a major turn to that. Later in the season, we have uh, Catherine, Catherine Lanassa comes in, who is, mm, you may know as Mrs. Grant Show. <laughs> uh, in real life, she comes in as Perry's sister and provides uh, another complication to, to Rosie and Spence being together. And we think it's really funny because... We wrote it so that uh, Grant and uh, Catherine hate each other on the show. <laughs> so it's Rosie uh, Spence and Shannon, who's the name of uh, Rosie's sis- excuse me, who's the name of Perry's sister, they hate each other, and we thought that was pretty funny because they're married in real life. Right. So she's another one coming on in on the show. Uh, we have uh, Elizabeth Rodriguez, uh, uh, Rodriguez from Orange is the New Black comes in oh, awesome. uh, as uh, Daniela's uh, adoptive mother, Carmen's real cousin. Uh, Josefina, she comes in for a couple episodes. Uh, we also have Sharon Lawrence comes in at the end of the season. And, uh, and of course Eva Longoria and James Denton. A lot of great guest characters rolling through. Uh, and then also in terms of new characters, we have Ben, who is, folds into Rosie's side of the story. Who, uh, Ben is played by Carlos Ponce, who I, I knew from uh, Couples Retreat. He's the sleazy yoga instructor with oh. the accent who's feeling oh. up on I knew the that women. name
0: sounded familiar. Yo,
1: he's unrecognizable. When you see him on screen, you would not equate the two unless you looked it up. But um, he is coming in as Ben, who is Perry's manager. And uh, she and Ben seem to have an unusually close relationship. <laughs> hmm. And Spence in the first episode is a little out of it. He's very easily manipulated because of the place that we left him in. And he's right. still trying to figure out, he, we'll pick him up in the place of, you know, basically not much has changed in terms of Spence. He is very, he's struggling to remember what happened for the last three plus years of his life and Perry of course does not want to tell him that that's Of course now Does <laughs>
2: Spence remember his son because he's also a new character because he's he grown does. up now. We yeah. have
1: Tucker Westmore uh, uh, he is actually a character on the show he's about four or five and yes Spence does remember I uh, I would think that Spence, does, we don't get into the specifics, but I would think that Spence remembers a little bit of Tucker and Perry is okay with him knowing more about Tucker because that's not the problem. She does not want him to remember how he feels about Rosie because that will be really, really bad for their marriage. So she is going to extreme lengths to, figure, to, to try to keep them apart.
0: But she's also with whatever with her manager as well thin. so she's
2: mm-hmm.
0: having her cake and eating it too
1: possibly you it's a suspicion as to what the relationship okay. is you'll get hints of it uh in the first episode so you'll sort of have to watch and see how things unfold um but, uh, yeah so it's all, all good things coming our way in, in that storyline but there's a major twist to it coming, um, you know, towards the end of the first episode. And, you know, I don't want to give that away because it's exciting.
2: So this season, it doesn't start off with anyone dying or like a murder?
1: There is a murder. The, the format of the show is, we've, this is what we've <laughs> yeah. learned. It was The format of the show is there's always a mystery that runs okay. the show. That's, you know, in the first season it was Flora dying. In the second season it was Dahlia. In the third, it was The Bloody Room. And this season, there's a brand new one that will kick off by the end of the first episode. But I don't want to tell you, I will tell you that somebody major dies. (laughs) Uh, uh, But I'm not going to say who. And that will be, you will very simply have the answer to what the, you'll have the question of what's the mystery uh, by the end of the first episode, you'll be able to to, to articulate what it is. Okay. And uh, once we, you know, once we talk, you see what happens, then we can talk a little bit further. But I can tell you that it will continue to be a game throughout the season of trying to figure out who's the villain in the end. Just like, you know, it ended up being right. Philippe at the end of the first season and Sebastian at the end of the third season. Here, there is another villain... Who uh, y- you will try- be trying to figure out. And uh, we've got a little good red herrings and twists and turns. And I think, you guys, it's going to be hard. I think it's really? going to be hard uh. to figure it out. I think it's going to be, you're going to be very surprised when you get to the last episode uh, as to who be- who's behind it all.
2: We take the challenge. I know, we take right? the <laughs> challenge. <laughs> yeah. Well,
1: I'm, I'm looking forward to see it, seeing if uh, anybody is able to piece it together. Before mm. the, the last episode, but uh, uh, I, I, I can tell you that the person who it turned out to be was very surprised.
0: <laughs> Wait, so if one of the main people die, but you said the main people are in all ten episodes, how does that work?
1: I well, can get into that after you see the first.
0: Episode. Dang it! <laughs> I'm
1: gonna I'm gonna say pass. <laughs> Uh, I will say anyone who's, how about this? Anyone who survives the first episode who's okay. a main character, uh, is in 10 out of 10. Though I will say also the new characters are not in 10 out of 10. That okay. is, so, uh, Kyle and Francis and Ben and Daniela even, they're all variations of seven or eight. There'll be weeks that it will go by that you'll, that what they about just want Peter? to Peter? Peter is also, I think he ended up in seven, seven. episodes. okay. So uh, there will be weeks that will go by that they will be not around like some of the others last year. But the people who have been on the show since the beginning, they continue to be on uh, the whole time. So um,
2: hmm. it's
1: great. And then another recurring one that we should talk about is we are bringing back Geoff Fleming. Uh, oh. who was a fan favorite of last year. She is the worst person in the world. Yes. <laughs> uh, played by the wonderful Julie Claire, All who is hilarious.
0: Is. I remember her now. <laughs> she takes on the role
1: uh, in the first episode as being uh, a bit of a confidant to Evelyn. I think I can also tell you this, that the uh, PAL House that was blown up in the season finale is being rebuilt, as we pick up six months later, and Gail is the interior designer for <laughs> the PAL House. Uh, and so she has a lot of scenes with Evelyn, and uh, at first they have uh, a pretty good relationship, of friendship, and then uh, Gail is in uh, five episodes, I believe, uh, over the season, and their relationship will turn, so they'll become more frenemies uh. as things go forward.
0: There's mm. so much that... There's a lot of oh things my gosh. going on. And
1: I'm, I'm like, I really want to tell you what's happening, but I'm like, oh, that one you should wait, you should, yeah, you should be surprised, and... Uh, so I don't want to give away too much, but uh, it's a really good season. I mean, everybody seems to think this could be our best season yet, and uh, I don't know. You guys will tell us once you see it. But I th- I'm really proud of our season. I think we've done a really well. Really and good congrats
2: job. to last season. You were nominated for People's Choice Award. Yes, I know. know. Yay. We,
1: we, we we somehow managed that. So, <laughs> so many uh, more to come. Yes, so. excellent.
2: Um, were you actually on location this season filming?
1: I did. I went to Atlanta for, I didn't get to go to Atlanta until the end because we're so busy in the writer's office that um, uh, we just don't have time to go out there. But once the scripts had finally been done, uh, we, uh, I was able to go. We, several of the writer's split weeks got there. So I went for a okay. week and, and on the last two episodes, uh, one of which has my name on it, um, and watched, you know, and, and our, our cast is terrific. They're all so, so professional and great, and the set works like clockwork, and it's, a, you know, I'm almost like, why am I here? Like, <laughs> I know what they're doing. So, um, it's great. And we have a really great set and a really calm working atmosphere, and, um... Uh, other than having to go to Atlanta, which is where this show is shot. I wish we were down the street. But uh, it's real fun to be there and sort of see the things that we work on throughout the season come to life. And the actors just bring it so much more than it's even on the page.
2: Now, each season, do you guys ever bring in new writers or it's been the same since day one?
1: No, we've uh, changed out writers. Uh, the staff is pretty consistent off of last season. Okay. Uh, we... Uh, brought in a new consulting writer who helped us out towards the end of the season named Sheila Lawrence, who's wonderful. Love <laughs> Sheila. Uh, and then I think everybody else w- was returning from last season. Uh, and then there was a lot of turnover in the first year and a little bit less turnover in the second year. And um, Brian, who is the showrunner of the show, Brian Tannen, he's been on the whole run. Okay. So there is a lot of consistency in the writer's office. And we kind of, you know, it's like as you, I- I've been on, you know, a lot of shows and, as you get further into the run, you get a better sense of, well, okay, here is what the show is, here is what we do every week, and um, it's supposed to become easier as it goes. And it, it is. The hard part then becomes, okay, so what's new? What, what <laughs> yeah. do we do that's new? Um, so uh, it, it's that's always a challenge. But we even have ideas, like we've stumbled across a couple ideas for arcs for next season too that we just were like oh well there's that put that aside so I'm
2: totally i think we feel
1: that like that there's end. more life in the show and I, I think i can probably tell you that yes when we get to the end of the episode 10 there is another cliffhanger but of
0: <laughs> course, of course. <laughs> you
1: would expect nothing less so we've built episode 10 as not a serious finale so we hope we don't we hope that there's more <laughs> and we've 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 left a, a pretty giant door open to a future story at the very end of the season
2: Well, just to piggyback off what you said to the fans, we do thank you guys because you guys really helped uh, to get season four picked up Mm -hmm. because all the tweets and the likes and the comments, it really does count. So this season, it's up to you guys. And Kurt is right here telling you. And, all. and I
1: will also tell you they, they the network does watch the tweeting. Like yeah. we at the beginning of the season, we had a meeting and we got a pa- pamphlet of information of like, here's what people thought about the show. You know, oh, awesome. <laughs> here's you know, here's where the sort of what things trended as and what people liked and disliked. So if you want to have your voice be heard, tweet. You know, good and bad, it doesn't matter. Like you know, as long as you're putting a hashtag Devious Maids on it, that's good, and they count. It's even it's qualitative in terms of the number of tweets that we get and but it's also uh, uh, I, I would say it's quantitative in terms of the number of tweets we get but it's also qualitative in terms of what they say if there right. becomes a trend on like they don't like this or that then we'll hear about it and make people be like let's not do something like that next year because they didn't like it <laughs> although there's also things that like fans very much didn't like what happened with Rosie and Ernesto last year and Spence and them breaking up but that's a little bit like yeah of course they didn't like that right, like yeah. you know we consider that good because you're invested in the story yes. so there will be stuff like that that comes along in the season in fact I can think of one right now uh, that uh, the fans will be a, a fan of, but it will be things that you know. Of course, you you become invested in, and you know we have to just be careful of going too far because we don't want to. We want everyone to be hoping for our favorite couples to be right. getting back together if they've been broken apart or. Um so we want you to stick with Yeah, the story. you
2: guys don't want to be like the Game of Thrones writers breaking people's hearts. We're, that's true. <laughs> I don't watch those that, shows. So that, that we no
1: are code. not above a big death <laughs> for sure and uh, as I said you might see that in the premiere there's also another death coming later in the season. And then that's assuming that, well, I'm not even going to say anything about the season finale where someone might die or might not die, or maybe we left a cliffhanger and somebody dying or not dying. Mm-hmm. So last year we had a body count of, I think, five people died yeah last season. It was so like, many. there was, I, I had to count, like Michael and Sebastian and Louis Becker and Hector and uh, Pablo at the beginning of the season. There was a lot, there was a list. Uh, we are Our body count's a little lower this year, but we're never above... Uh, if we feel like okay, the story needs to move in this direction, we'll we will, we will pull the trigger literally. <laughs>
2: wow. I'm so, so excited for the season yeah. to know that there's so much packed into ten episodes. Yes. Yes. I'm not as sad now that we don't have thirteen. So
1: yes, but and here's also what we tried to do this year: we switched up the character combinations. So uh, a lot, so there's there's characters interacting that normally didn't interact before. So uh, one example is when we pick up six months later, Zoila has been on a leave of some kind, not maternity, mourning, I don't know, Uh, from Jean-Vievre's house, and in the interim, Rosie has been working there. Mm. So we're putting together Rosie and Jean-Vievre, which is not a combination that you see very often. And uh, I think you're really going to love Jean-Vievre's take on Rosie, which you're going to get right away. And
2: let's just say they don't
1: gel as well as uh, Jean-Vievre and Zoila gel. Uh, 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 Jesse and uh, Rosie end up interacting as I said Marisol and Jean-Viev get into it we find a a lot of ways to interact Evelyn and Marisol who have interacted a bit in the past but not as much as they do this season so we try to look for different ways to switch it up I think also not just for us but we get more interested in the characters playing against different characters but also I think the actors enjoy playing against different characters Uh, uh, later on in the season Zoila crosses with another character uh, which will be interesting, and when the fans see how that goes, so we try to keep it new and different, and not just the same old stuff you've seen in season past. But we still make the show feel like devious maids because people are always being devious. They're always, we always have a lot of humor in the show. We have a yes. mystery going, and we have you know your soapy romantic relationships going throughout the show too. So, uh, it's a really exciting season. To add.
0: I'm really excited to hear all uh, Susan's one-liners. Yes. Well, there's a lot
1: of good jokes. There's some that are in the promos, but there's a lot that are, I mean, there's a lot that go, that, uh, go through. And I will say that the second episode, which actually has my name on it, but I'm going to say like it is a tribute to the entire writing staff of how good this episode is because everybody contributed. Uh, episode two is really funny. <laughs> it's re- There's like, when we saw the first cut of it, we thought it was great. I just sort of, both Brian and I stopped, like, taking notes on how to change the cut, and we're just like, "Wow, this is really enjoyable <laughs> and really funny." And it's like every scene you're like, <laughs> um, "So it's a really, really good episode." The second one, the first episode, of course, very good, but the first episode always has a bit of setup to it because we are going away for six months, so we're, quite, you know, as I said, people are in different places right. than they were, and there's a lot of reestablishing things, and there's certainly a, a good degree of humor and twists and turns, and it's a great episode. It just uh, it really takes the second episode where we're sort of back to like, okay, now that we've got the, all the building blocks in place, now we're moving forward uh, in this season. So um, uh, I think that's a really good episode to look forward to.
2: Can we see Detective Rosie this season? Is she going to turn on that detective hat?
1: It depends if Rosie has a, <laughs> an interest. I will tell you one of our maids, t- because I can't tell you what the mystery is, I can't tell you who's invested, but we are specifically took one maid becomes very invested in it, much like Marisol in the first season, mm-hmm. was invested in her getting her son out of jail. We, are, we have come up with something similar in this season uh, that will have one maid leading the charge but it's not necessarily Marisol. Okay. So I, I want to say who it is. Are but,
2: we going to touch base on uh, Marisol's son this season? Um, Let's No.
1: No, uh, I don't think we ended up, uh, there ended up being so much for her to do between yeah. Peter and uh, Jesse and Geneviève and uh, there's some other things that go on. That was just not an area that we needed to go back to this season. So no, no. Sorry, Eddie fans. <laughs> uh, maybe in a future season, but right now. We have talked about a number of times bringing him back in um some way and and last year we thought it there was an interesting story in um eddie coming in and uh, meeting, and meet, meeting jesse yeah, because just, they're about the same age and oh, that yeah. they would get along really well and marisol would be like what's going on here like my That'd son and my boyfriend are get are like Rowan out
2: right exactly
1: <laughs> And, and, you know, like, it's just like things that end up we talk about and then it's like, well, but we got to tell this story because we got to, you know, we got to get, we know kind of the roadmap of where we're going to and we've got to make sure that we get there. So that was just sort of one of the things that, that slid aside and, you know, there's a number of different ideas, but that's always a thread like we can pull on in future right. yeah.
0: seasons. So oh, I'm really excited. It sounds, it sounds like there's so much there is drama juice funny
1: lines i think yeah like i said we were very surprised at how much we were able to come up with there's always at the beginning of the season you're like a little bit like oh how are we gonna get through this one and we really came up with a lot like there's i feel like everybody has something interesting to do and exciting and um it's a really fun ride
0: I'm so excited. Yes. Did we? You have like copious amounts of little notes. Did we cover everything on there? I think so.
1: I think yeah. that we got through pretty much everything that I want to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> That's the trick of this. Uh, yeah, I think we've gotten through uh, pretty much everything. So I think we should leave it at that yeah. and let everyone watch the first episode. I think I'm going to be back here next week yes. to talk about the first episode. And then we can I have
0: didn't
2: more.
1: know that. That's yeah. a surprise for me. Maybe we can have more of a, a yeah. uh, of an open conversation. Uh, I'm looking
2: at my first note, and just like, Adrian, dot, 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 blown to pieces.
1: (laughs) He is either alive or dead. I'm going to tell you that. Adrian, alive or dead.
2: 50-50.
1: But I will tell you, you will get that answer very quickly. Uh, It won't be the first scene of the episode, but it will basically be the second.
0: Awesome. Awesome. I'm so excited. I hope you all out there love these little tidbits and juice and gossip and I cannot wait for next week so we can actually dive and into And remember, it.
1: watch live and tweet about yes, the show. Tweets. Very, very important you? if we want a season five.
2: Where can we find you, Curtis, uh, to tweet to?
0: You can find me at
1: Curtis Keel on Twitter or Instagram. Um.
2: Yeah, and you can find me <laughs> on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, Candy Buen. And Twitter, Instagram,
0: X O X O C E S C A, and we'll see you guys here next week, Mondays. For 10 weeks?
1: At 9 p.m. on uh, Lifetime.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Woo-hoo!
1: Woo-hoo! Bye, guys. Bye. See you then. <laughs> From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network.